All right, guys. Big episode of the Nordies Podcast. We go long talking Obi-Wan, Stranger Things, Thor, Love and Thunder. There's lots of new Star Wars news that drop, and our Spider-Man rewatch checks in with the amazing Spider-Man 2. I'm feeling really good, man. Wow. I cannot complain. How are you, Eric? Feel great. It's Sweet. almost June, uh, almost the end of the school year, so exciting times. Um, free time, Eric. Doing yeah, free summer, time. Eric is coming. <laughs> almost back, guys. Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, going to be a great episode. Lots to talk about. Lots of big time shows dropped. Uh, so we'll dive into that with you guys. But before we do, we need you guys to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordy's Podcast. If you haven't done it yet, this is the week. You think about it every week. You put it off. Do it this time. Uh, give us a follow and also subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcasts from. You get the Northeast Podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free. What a deal. What a deal. All right, guys. What are you drinking? So I took a little trip out to Moorhead. Eric, I think you did as well, although the timing didn't work out. I was there after you out. were. But yeah, I was, in, I was at Junkyard. I had a pint there and grabbed some crawlers. This is their Arcade Summer, their New England IPA. Absolutely delicious. Honestly, like so, so good and tasty. I'm just very impressed with it. And I am drinking an entire crowler by myself. So let's get it going. I'm having having a lime off, a summer lime off. This first episode, I'm drinking Foamer's Lime from Fair State. I'm going to drink 500 of these this summer. So do you like it better than Intuit? For modest. Well, I've already had into Ooh. it, but I'm going to have into it on the second episode and try to okay. decide. We'll ask you then. But yeah, Crank and Foamer's Lime, I don't know. It's like Touch of Lime Tostitos. You know, I don't know if I need it. I'm not even sure if it makes it better, but I'm going to buy it anyway. <laughs> Perfect. Love it. Sweet. Um, I'm going to give a non shout out real quick to a lot of our local breweries. Wow. For not having anything really innovative out right now. Um, I cased, you know, the the local beer aisle at my usual destinations the last couple weeks. It's been pretty thin. So I had to go all the way to Duluth, Minnesota for some Blacklist, chipper, juicy American pale ale. Okay. Pretty solid beer. And I don't know if they're like getting the hint or something like that, but like the beer feels a little bit cheaper in price recently like 10.99 for four of them um i can deal with that like, that's kind of I, nice. I feel like that's a pretty solid beer so uh and it tastes really good too uh to boot you know all of those things i think this is, this is a perfect like second four pack i know we don't feature blacklist a lot um sometimes it's a little bit ridiculous the beers that they have but this one's yeah really good really drinkable sweet yeah that's awesome i always get it confused i'm like black stack did you mean black stack but no blacklist out of duluth beautiful Okay, guys, here we go. Uh, do we care? First up, we're going to start with the MCU. Tom Hiddleston. Eric, can, can I stop you? Can I stop you real quick? Sorry. Is someone, like, shaking their table or bumping? Because I keep hearing this, like... No, I'm not... I'm not. But it's like a... Is anybody else hearing that, or is that just me? No? I didn't hear it. It's like a... It was like a... Like, somebody's, like, tapping their microphone. Anyway, all right. I'll try to lean off the table. 
because I, I I was like leaning on it and I'm always shaking my leg, well, so that could be part. I just of it, wasn't but. sure if like someone had a pen and they were like tapping, you know, just not inadvertently. It just anyway. Okay. Sorry. Well, sorry now you got some editing to do, but <laughs> yeah. All right. Just start with do we care? Sorry, Eric. It's fine. All right, guys. It's time for do we care? And uh, today we're going to start with the MCU. We're going to start with Tom Hiddleston confirming the entire Loki cast will be back for season two. This is great news. We loved Loki. Maybe the second best show that Disney Plus has done? I don't know. I kind of liked it. Maybe my favorite. More than Mandalorian? Mandalorian had some crazy moments, but all in all, every episode of Loki was a banger, and there's been some pretty shitty episodes of Mando. Usually when Bill Burr gets involved, although I do like Bill Burr. but (laughs) uh, (laughs) Yeah, dude, I'm excited. This is great news. Yeah, I think it's fantastic, um, especially confirming... Some a lot of the main characters, obviously Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson, but then confirming other folks too. So I think uh, kind of getting the band back together. Not a, not a ton happened at the end, um, in terms of like eliminating characters, right? Trying to be vague, but I think I think it's good that that everyone's coming back, and I think that it's going to make the show that much better. Yep, agreed. I can't wait. I definitely care. This was a really good show. Disney Plus. All right. Also, sticking with the MCU, we got a Thor Love and Thunder trailer. This movie looks like it's going to be amazing. It literally just looks so fun. It looked awesome. I was I was so excited. Um, like the music's there, the the jokes are there. You can see it's got the Guardians in it. I, literally so excited. Hey, um, I've never seen Chris Hemsworth so jacked. Like, what the fuck, dude? He's getting out of control. Yeah, he's like morphing into actual. Yeah, he pretty much is. He's owning it at this point. What did you guys think? I really think it looks great. I think it's one of the movies I'm most excited about. I think that like the stakes of it might not be high enough for it to be like my main movie I'm most excited about. But I just am positive it's going to be an A. Mm-hmm. It's Taika. It's Thor. This, like the tone of the Thor movies with Taika seems so funny and perfect. It's like light and not too serious, but like they can tell a great story at the same time. I just, I'm really excited about it. I think it's, it's going to be an absolute home. Your thoughts on uh, Jane Thor. I mean, I love Natalie Portman too. You really Uh, do. So I think it's going to be great. Yeah. I think it looks cool. I think that, you know, this trailer was so light. They didn't even really introduce anything, any problem until, you know, probably the last minute of this trailer. And that's, Going to be a big problem with Gore, and that, the God and that Butcher. Was crazy. I mean, how do we not lead with this crossover event? Harry Potter and MCU as Voldemort is now <laughs> in the MCU. <laughs> they finally did it. This is this was, uh, you know, the only way to keep Harry Potter relevant. I think was to get him into the MCU. So, um, no, but yeah, he does. I think he looks great. He doesn't really look like I think a lot of people thought he would. With you know. He's actually supposed to look maybe even more like Voldemort, which is maybe why they didn't do it. Because in the comic books, he's like super white and has no nose. So it's like a it's like a combination of like Voldemort and uh, who was the main bad guy in Pirates Two? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Davy, where he has like the flat nose and the tentacles coming out of the side a little bit. So yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think they made the right choice and just <clears throat> just let Christian Bale do his thing. Right, yeah. the 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 like the prosthetics and the makeup and all that stuff is secondary to him bringing the character to life, regardless of like 
it looks perfect or very similar. Yeah, I think it's actually going to be a pretty dark movie. Um, every time they kind of show like these other gods and everybody's having fun, those guys, people are all going to die. You know, like Russell Crowe as Zeus and shit. They're all for sure going to get massacred in some horrible, scary way. So I think it's actually going to be tonally a little darker, um, even if the trailers just want to paint it as like Ragnarok 2. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be awesome. But even Ragnarok, think- like as, as silly as it was, ended with like the annihilation of most of, you know, the Asgardians. And it was very big stakes. So, dude, I that's probably my most anticipated movie of the year. Nothing good happens on Asgard. No way, dude. Nothing good. All right, guys. Let's move on to Star Wars. Lots of Star Wars news dropped. What was the reason for that? That was a Star Wars celebration weekend, which is their big Circle J, you know, where they trot everybody out and make them have awkward interviews with regular fans, regular everyday people that they've curated. Um, yeah, it's all kind curated of a, and approved what they what to say, and yeah, yeah, exactly. It's the way Bill Burr feels about uh, Steve Jobs, you know, in a way where. Anyway, the so, no, I'm not going to do it. It's too long. But um, <laughs> I think it, this is like a whole like three day thing to show like a handful of trailers. And mm-hmm. it's just a big it's a big way to con people out of money. Yep. Well, that happened. And they did drop like three trailers and uh, made some announcements. And Kathleen Kennedy said some words. And that's essentially it. But it out of that did come a few kind of exciting tidbits. All right. You kind of buried the lead there. well you take it away then um we got andor uh trailer does this do anything for you guys um, it looks so good what's the guy's name in the in the the movie cassian right yeah i mean yes i think it looks awesome i think it looks like like a really cool kind of spy kind of gritty um i think there's gonna be some political intrigue I, i this is like jumping up for me as an anticipated show i if it's better than Ahsoka, I wouldn't be that surprised, honestly. Um, Kathleen Kennedy says a Lando show uh, with Donald Glover is still in the works. She said he's a pretty hard guy to get a hold of. If he was ready to do it, we would do it yesterday. Yeah, so it's not going to happen. I kind of hope it doesn't happen, as I think that that was a kind of a bad character. And I'm also kind of like not sure about Donald Glover as an actor outside of Atlanta. Yeah. Well, like, can we just can we just let some of these older characters die? Like not die, but like just can we just move on? Let's let's move on. Kill the past. I, I just I don't understand. <laughs> you 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 stop making the one off movies because Solo did so poorly. Donald Glover was part and parcel to that. Uh he wanted to have sex with a robot. Um <laughs> let's not forget. People don't I, forget. I don't, think, I don't think we need to go over that. Uh, so anyway, he was, they, they literally had a love, like love scenes with this robot. And then he like, when she, when the robot dies, he's like mourning her as his lover. I mean, that was all very weird and none of it worked. Yeah. So I don't, I, I hope this never sees the light of day. Honestly, it won't. FX can't even get him to make seasons of a hit show Atlanta, which is, you know, his own baby. And he can do whatever he wants with. I don't see him making this. But either way, we'll, I'm sure we'll watch it if it comes out. I hope it doesn't. All right. We got some word about Skeleton Crew as well. Um, this is what? A bunch of kids? Yeah. I mean, this we talked about it last week, right? So they announced that, they were, that John Watts, who did all the Star – or excuse me, the Spider-Man movies, right? The 
the home series. Pretty talented guy. I think he makes some pretty good action movies. He is going to develop this show, um, and they cast Jude Law in it now, um, which is a pretty good get. But it's, like, mostly so focused on, like, you know, kids, like 12, 15, that age, kind of Stranger Things-ish. Um, I mean, I'm sure we'll we'll watch it. It could be really good, but it's probably going to be a little lighter in tone. I, mean, I, will, good, though. I will watch it, but I'm kind of imagining that it's going to be terrible. Lighter in tone yeah. is usually what I don't like about Star Wars, so I'm kind of hoping they go the opposite way with it. Yeah. All right. Uh, we also found out Mando season three will drop in February of 2023. That's something I know we're all excited about. Um, definitely some of the best Star Wars we've ever seen. And then we found out Ahsoka is going to premiere in 2023. To me, this is the show that I'm the most excited about. And I think that this is has a better chance to be good than a lot of the other shows because it is um, mostly going to be characters that are new and not so many characters, or at least new to people who haven't watched any of the cartoons. And so I think that that's going to feel fresh to people where a lot of their other stories are kind of like tying up loose ends or retconning things or like telling you deeper stories about people that you've already met or maybe didn't care about the first time. Or just, yeah, just plain stale. So what I think is, that's... Um, what does the name Sabine Wren mean to you? She's great. She's an awesome character. She is. She's going to be yeah. in it. They cast her. She's going to be great. Everyone, okay. All the characters in this are going to be really cool. They're the, it's going to be, I bet, a lot of the cast of Rebels, and it's going to be, um, you know, Admiral Grand Admiral Thrawn as the villain, and he's going to be electric. And he's that guy who plays, like, weird serial killer guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And he's yeah, going to be... I remember that when he was cast. And awesome. And I just think it's going to be great. So I'm really pumped about that one. And uh, I think that's the one that I'm feeling the most confident about. We also cool. found out the next Star Wars movies will be set after the recent sequel movies. So they're at least moving into the future, hopefully for far enough away that we don't have all the same characters. Yeah, I Ooh. agree. No, this is a good move. I mean, we want to see what's next. Like, we can't just keep going back to the well of like, well, we know these guys are going to die or yeah, this character that we know what happens to them in the end. We want new stuff. Um, yeah. Maybe it doesn't, maybe it just lightly features Ray. Maybe it's not, it's not necessarily more of that, but don't we want to see what happens in this universe after, you know, the fall of the I first have, order and. Okay. This is what I think should hold, happen. Hold on, Eric, real quick. I just want to rebut something that Jim said and that if it's even if it slightly features Ray, the Skywalker blood continues to roll through it. And I mm-hmm. again I think they need to just move away from that. That's Cut my all that's, that, that's my only thing. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. I would love to see something totally different, but I like that it is happening after. Like it's this is new. You know, this is like current day timeline, right? I mean whatever that even means, because it's all a long time ago, but um I, I like it. I'm, I'm happy that it's happening after these sequels happen. I hope they don't are very loosely tied into that. Like they make maybe references to it. Like, yeah, the, the battle of uh, whatever the fuck planet that was. Um, Exxon, Ex, Exxon mobile. What the fuck was it called? Okay. Can, can I, just, can I write, like writer's room this quick? Sure. Let's go. Okay. Here let's we go. Do. I'm a writer's room this for you guys. So the movie starts out and it looks like all the previews and it's all of our friends. Ray and um, Finn. Finn. We can't even and... remember them, so this is bad. But yeah, three <laughs> PO is with them. Little we got Poe Dameron. Um, He's still alive. Poe's there. 
Chewie's there for some reason, and they're all together. This is all the previews. We've seen it all. We're all excited. And they're like, you know what? It's so great. The Sith are gone forever. We killed the last Sith. And then, this is all in like the first five minutes. And then like, uh-oh, here walks in a super creepy looking dude. And he's like, yeah, the Sith is dead, but like, I'm here. And then he absolutely butchers all of them in just a disgusting way. And they're all <laughs> dead forever. And there's no coming back from this. And then we're like, oh my gosh, this is way crazier than any person we've ever seen. This is going to be a terrifying villain. Oh my gosh. And he has his own crew. That's like the Knights of Ren, but not misused. And they yep. do all the bidding. Holy crap. Oh, they don't have stormtroopers anymore. They have something even cooler that kind of looks like stormtroopers because that was always working for me, but they're not <laughs> imbeciles. Yeah. And then we have to find a whole new crew that is super badass and like uses lightsabers. Well, I've got a, I've got a, if you like need, it. if you got a need for speed, I know a crew on uh, Tatooine that Boba Fett ran into later in life. Out of a pickle. Need for speed. What kind of what color what color futuristic motorcycle that goes eight mph? Do you need? You got you got a whole bunch of them. All right. Well, I just uh, took um, what was a family friendly movie series and turned it into something where like Ray is like being flayed alive. Um, let's let's move on from Star Wars. Sounds and, like Disney would totally go for that, Eric. I think you should pitch that. That's and well, helpful. well, well, um, if their characters ever become um, free to use and not stuck with just Disney, you could make it into a horror movie like someone is doing with a rated R Winnie the Pooh <laughs> horror movie called like Winnie the Pooh Honey and Blood or something like that. <laughs> Blood and Honey, baby. Yeah, so Christopher Robin leaves the Whispering Wood, goes off to college, abandoning Pooh and, and Piglet, and they go on an absolute murder spree. Um, I'm sure this movie's going to be just total trash, right? <sighs> I mean, think about the lines that they're going to use in this movie. I... All it's I just, hope is that when he he climbs into someone's house, he to kill them. You know, he brutally kills them, and then they play up the the butt stuck. Yeah, he's trying to get out. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I need. His butt gets stuck, and he can't get out, and he's stuck with his legs inside the house. Well, what if Pooh? What if Pooh in like kills a human, and then like you know how they talk about like bears in the wild getting a taste for human flesh? Right. Maybe. Maybe his honey becomes human blood, and that's all like he. That. That's all he's after. Yeah, that's honestly that's not even a stretch. I bet that just actually happens. Um, it is funny. So this is a property that was like what fifty years ago, and I think that's how long it takes for shit to become public um, domain. domain, which is eventually going to happen to Star Wars, by the way, which is crazy. Um, but yeah so they can just do whatever they want so as soon as it lapsed a team was ready to go made this probably pretty shitty horror movie uh only getting attention because it's poo but i love it well it's gonna have to be like like almost negative free like i might need to be paid to see this but um (laughs) you know it's cool good for that good for them they're ready to go with it uh reverse free yeah you gotta send you gotta send me the two dollar check extra free all right let's try to go a few minutes here without um, ruining something that was family friendly and loved by children and turning it into something vile and horrific. Uh, okay. Indiana Jones five, it comes out on June 30th. What do you got to say about that? Well, 2023, right? So 
What's your prediction for this movie? Is it Fresh 2022 Rotten. Or 2022. I think it's 2023. Yeah, 2023. Oh. Yep. Yeah, okay. but they released like an image of it, which was like really like a nothing. Like it was like a silhouette of indie geriatric indie crossing like a rickety well, bridge. And if if it was coming out in a month, like a month from the day we're recording this, and they haven't released any footage whatsoever, it's already at an eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes, like right. easily. So you guys are saying this movie's gonna suck, right? I mean, that's what would make sense. They like if you plot them on a graph. They're probably, maybe two is a little bit higher, jumps up a little bit than one, but mostly after three, they just start to drop. Like four was trash. We get it. My prediction is that this is going to be a banger. This might be up. This is going to be like the third best indie movie at least. And here's why. James Mangold is helping to write it and he's directing it. Here's what he's done. Okay. For as a director, he doesn't miss walk the line 310 to Yuma the Wolverine, which actually, okay, wait, he did miss on that one, but then totally redeemed himself with Logan for, and then his last movie was Ford versus Ferrari, which was like nominated for shit and really good. So I think that they're going to, this is going to feel very different than the other ones. This is not going to be campy. I think it's gonna be kind of like dark and gritty and maybe awesome. That's my prediction is that this is going to be a very good movie. Two things that they should do in this movie. One, they should do Eric's uh, rendition of the latest Star Wars uh, trilogy, and they should kill Harrison Ford pretty early on. Yeah. Second, they need to do the, pull the Jimmy Channels, and they need to call him out for his bullshit of being a glorified trophy seeker, and right. not this like uh, benevolent. Uh, this belongs in a museum. Like that's not what he represented. No, and he was in it for the out. glory, and because yeah. he was his best buddy ran the museum. Exactly. Who was paying? Like, dude. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I love that. I think it's, it's a very it, I think it's going to go back to the well. It's not going to go to like some kind of new. It won't be aliens. You know, it's going to go back to cool fucking cursed spirits from some atrocity with the Nazis or some shit. I don't know. Um, but I'm excited. I'm actually pretty excited when I think like, dude, James Mangold. Just we should be excited for every James Mangold movie. Um, why not this? Fair enough. We'll see. And plus, nothing is going to surprise me after Top Gun Maverick is apparently fucking the best movie of all time. We, none of us have seen it yet, right? Not yet. Okay. No. I, apparently, it's a theater movie, and we did not see that coming. Nobody did. So now I'm just prepared for anything. All right. Well, are you prepared for the Gray Man in the trailer that dropped? And is this something that's going to move the needle for you guys? Uh, it's Netflix, so it was done before all of their Fallout so a little bit of, you know, take it a little bit with a grain of salt. But Ryan Gosling as an action star could be a thing. Like, I don't really care about the movie. Like, think about Mission Impossible with Tom Cruise. Very recyclable material. Like, the plots are very similar. But he makes it cool, right? He 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 owns Ethan Hunt. Um, you know, you get some really cool side characters in there. I want Ryan Gosling to just do action movies in perpetuity. I don't think anybody loses here if that happens. So just let yeah. him be an action star and let's move on and just, just make cool action flicks moving forward. That's all I want. He does look kind of cool. He looks cool. The rest of them kind of look like, I don't, I don't remember who all is in it, but Chris Evans like with silly, the stash, yeah, Chris dude. Evans with like a silly stash. 
I don't know if I'm buying it. I don't think I've ever really liked Chris Evans in anything except for as Captain America because he's so square. It whoa, 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 whoa. What am I forgetting? What am uh, not trained to Busan. What was the what was Snowpiercer? The movie Snowpiercer is mid, dude. Oh, stop. I don't think that's that good. It's creative. I'll give him that. But um, I think this movie might be an exception to like all Netflix movies suck. It could be all right. It, the trailer looks pretty good. I mean, it's just a different version of Extraction, right? I mean, right. plug and play, different people. Just, dude, Extraction actually was kind of boring to me because it was so simple. There was so, there was actually almost no plot. It was like Chris Evans, or yeah, what was it? Hell no, it was yeah, Hemsworth's like, get this guy out, done. Okay, cool. But uh, this actually has like some intrigue going on, different groups. So, I, all right. I'm, it could be I, okay. It, it could suck. I will jump on the grenade for this one for everyone. Okay, cool. Appreciate that. Okay. Thank you for doing that. All right. What about Willow? Disney Plus trailer dropped for Willow finally. This is like an ancient movie. I don't even know what it's about. Is it? Is this going to be a cool show? Okay, so Willow the movie is from the late 80s. Um, it stars, uh, a, I mean, Val Kilmer is one. Is that um, it? And Essentially then the Willow. only star... Warwick Davis, uh, who is the little person in it. And that's it. I mean, everyone else I think is pretty well unknown. If they did become famous, it's not because of Willow. Anyway, it's an early like action, action adventure, like comedy with like all kinds of crazy shit. And now they're making it into it. There's like magic and creatures and it's, it's kind of cool. And it was fucking awesome. It was awesome. I loved this movie as a kid. I watched it all the time. Val Kilmer, was electric on screen. Anyway, they're making it into a TV show. I think it's going to suck really hard. Really? Oh, like the the (laughs) movie was like kind of dark and it was very like uh, Maleficent, you know, in terms of like the evil queen and like kind of scary. And this is like, yeah, she like stole babies, right? Or stole a baby. Babies to like uh, up her power and shit like that. Yeah. And, and this is like, Hey, we're all friends and let's go on a fun adventure. Like, Chip, 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 and Dale. Like the, that's what they're doing with this, and I think it's going to stink. I hope not. I really, I know that it's it's probably just nostalgia. And if I tried to watch Willow now, I maybe would think it is super dated and sucks. But I love that movie when I was little. Yes, yeah, um, I'm actually excited. I thought the trailer, besides maybe the tone, is a little light, and they're kind of threw a lot of humor in it. It looks amazing. It looks like a movie. Um, we'll have to see. I think it looks I like, like Nar- it looks but... like Narnia with like more sun. I don't know. Yeah, it didn't really it didn't really work for me. Didn't vibe. I think it's coming out what late this year. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll I'll be the first one to jump on it. Then I'll be I'm excited about it. I'll try to watch it with my kids. They'll probably get bored and then I'll watch it by myself. Oh, I'm gonna hate watch it and be like, well, that's not what that guy was called in the movie. You know. Yeah, and they're whatever. not bringing back Val Kilmer. No, Isn't he uh, dead? No. Wait, he's dead. I mean, they could weekend oh God, the Bernie's him. I don't know. I don't think so. Well, if he's not dead, his face got so large that I don't think they can use him. He is at the point of Doc Holliday in the end of Tombstone at this, you know? (laughs) Right, yes. Yeah. Uh, What art imitates life and life imitates art on that one. All right, guys. Well, speaking of imitating art, lots of video games are getting their own TV shows, like adaptation. Uh, First up, we get God of War coming to Amazon Prime. I've never played the the God of War games, but people rave about them. So I'm assuming this is going to be pretty cool. I just want to say the latest one. 
I just wanted to say first that so many video game adaptations have worked to this point that we should continue making them ad nauseum. <laughs> as long as there's air in my lungs, I want more video game adaptations because they've all been awesome. Yeah, I, want I think one, but that's not gonna it's happen. all riding on Last of Us, and <laughs> yeah, we should just expect that to be bad. And if it's even decent, we should be excited. Um, I kind of liked Halo. Like I thought it was okay. Everything Resident Evil has pretty much sucked. Uh, Sonic was was actually really good, but it's a kids movie. It's different, you know. But anyways, yeah, we got a couple of good ones. So God of War is probably going to be pretty like hard R rated, I would assume. Um, it's a mature game, and it's it would have like to be. Much, yeah, yeah. He either uses like these blades of chaos or a big axe, which depending which where they start the story. But um, you know that could be cool. Like we'll see. Amazon Prime doesn't exactly have a good record for making good shit. But the other one I'm really excited about is Horizon. So these PlayStation games, Horizon Zero Dawn and then Forbidden West came out like six months ago, maybe. Dude, my kid and I love these games. Like we have had so much fun. It's like a future where this this um, girl, you know, kind of discovers she's special in a few different ways and, and can use technology. Um, but it's like, you know, they've the world has ended essentially and we're, it's down to like tribes, different tribes, and they're always at, at war with each other. But there's also these like big, you know, sophisticated machines that are like almost like dinosaurs that cruise around and she kind of discovers how to be able to use them. So, dude, I'm actually excited for that. I have no reason to think it's going to be good, but the games are great. So who knows? There's a chance. I'm excited about that. That one's coming to Netflix. I think I can... A Gran Turismo game? I don't know where that's going to go. Gran Turismo, I couldn't be any less interested in that. The game You know why, Eric? It's based around a mode of transportation, and I know how you feel about movies and shows about vehicles. Hate them. Boring. All right, guys. Something I do care about. True Detective Season 4 is coming. It's going to be executive produced and starred uh, in by Jodie Foster. Does this do anything for you? Um, I don't know. Because you had me at True Detective season four. Right. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> so now we're excited on, about Jodie Foster starring and being the detective that's going to find the truth. Eric, you're ready to be heard again, is what you're saying? I am. I, am. Good. I mean, I didn't hate season three. It just was like kind of boring. Season two was- had laughable moments and it was actually pretty terrible. But season three was fucking pointless. Yeah. Season three, there were like. Let's not do anything that pe- people could make fun of us for. Yeah. Kind of like the, how they decided to do the new Batman movie. Hold like, on. Let's let not me, do let anything rephr- that people could possibly hate. So let's just make it pretty damn boring. I'm going to rephrase your sentence. And instead, of, it's just going to be, let's not do anything. Yeah. That's pretty <laughs> yeah, much really. what they did. They're like, wow, these are some cops. And here's some really like fucked up cases that they really screwed yeah. up because they're stupid. Yeah. And we're, and we're yeah. going to interview them 50 years later. Okay. Oh, by the way, here's some of their relationships at some point along the way. And we're like, yep. all right. That was Ooh. cool. Oh, it's over. All right. Um, yeah, I've got my cast set, okay? Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, hell yeah. So Jodie Foster, just you have to Jody start Foster, with her. She'll okay. be like, she's probably like 65 at this point. So she'll be an, you know, grizzled detective. Yep. I want her like understudy to be Gemma Chan. You like her? I do. Okay. Okay. Then From Eternals. Yeah, 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 and lots okay. of things. She's in tons of stuff. And then yeah. I also want either Bradley Cooper or Jared Harris. Oh, I love Jared Harris. 
Me too. Harris is amazing. Bradley Cooper, what's he been in? What's he do now? Um, Isn't he's he doing. He's doing like a Leonard Bernstein documentary, or not documentary, yeah, another, but like bio another biopic. Yeah, dude, I'll tell you what—he almost ruined *A Star Is Born* with that fucking accent. What a joke! Hey, Jared Harris, it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, Bradley Cooper would be a great get. I mean, I, he's good for this. He's just not yeah. like the premier dude that I think he he once was. But um, I think my in my move in my show, Jodie Foster and Jim Chan are kind of working. Um, with but maybe against jared harris who yeah is like too tied into all of the organized crime but he works for the police force and he is very powerful or and you really like don't know if he's good or bad but he's helpful until yeah, the helpful. end and you get an awesome reveal one way or the other whichever way they were leading yeah. you left uh-huh. turn and then maybe a right turn again baby yes i i can get down with this actually yeah i think they need to go back to their roots with the occult right mm-hmm. like stuff that's yes. but not not in like a weird like crazy like gruesome way like like don't do that just for effect right but have it be like a little bit mysterious maybe tie it into like some modern day white supremacy bullshit and mm-hmm. um yeah. i think you got a banger on your hands that's not bad that's yeah. not bad all right all guys fast for this so that's perfect all white yeah <laughs> chain is not white come on Oh, yeah, yeah. We're, that's just, true. we're just kidding, Eric. All right, so here we go. We're moving into Hot Rex and Not Rex. This is what you guys have all been waiting for. You've been listening this whole time to all of our weird takes just so you could hear our takes on Obi-Wan and Stranger Things. Now, I really think that we should have a discussion here that we should have had off air. Do we mm. talk about our overall thoughts about the show, and then at the end of them, we dive into the episode so that if you want to hear our takes on this. Yeah, I thing. think we can talk about it overall now. And then let's try to like move quick enough that we can have five minutes at the end. We can't talk about Stranger Things because Ryan's hasn't started yet. And you're way farther than me. But I'm pretty sure everybody listening has watched the first two episodes of Obi. So let's just save five minutes at the end and do Obi. Okay, deal, deal. All right, so let's start with Obi-Wan. Without giving anything away for those of you who are still excited to watch it, um, this show uh, is something that we've been really excited about for a long time, right? We've been really pumped about this. I think we had questions about what it was going to look like and what it was going to feel like. One thing that most definitely didn't disappoint was, um, what the hell's the guy's name, the the main actor? Who? Ewan. Ewan McGregor? Ewan McGregor. He was, I think he's fantastic. And like, he might be a problem for a reason that people wouldn't expect. And that really? is, because he's, damn good actor he's significantly better as an actor than everyone else on this whole set. Yeah. Might be a problem. Like, he's actually so good that, like, whenever he talks to people, I'm like, can't really hang with him. And I shouldn't be thinking that. Um, but he is fantastic. I but love it. Kind of stands out, Eric. Like, you're not, you're not way off on that. Yeah. And, and I do think that, like, his character is really interesting. They are kind of teasing themselves for them, um, their, their own timeline that they made. And, how young he is in the prequels and how old he is in the, in the original movie. Um, they constantly are talking about how old he looks. And I thought that was pretty, pretty good and, and pretty funny. The grandpa jokes and all that. Yeah. I, I kind of liked all of that. So um, it was pretty, it got off to a bit of a slow start, but I did think that, um, you know, I thought most of it looked pretty cool. Uh, we in our group chat have had a lot of discussions about if this is good or bad. All right. right. Ryan, what were some of your bad things? Um, 
whoever's writing chase scenes for Star Wars needs to be fired immediately. Um, whoever's shooting them and <laughs> greenlighting them and producing them and editing them needs to be fired immediately. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of the what I don't okay here's here's my main overall take in that I don't feel like the people that are currently at the helm of Star Wars understand what Star Wars is about and how to deliver that to the general public. Like George Lucas did a pretty good job of making stuff that was appealing kind of across the board universally from adults to young adults to children of a certain age, right? I don't think Kathleen Kennedy gets that at all. I think she's had multiple films to prove that, multiple mm-hmm. TV shows at this point to prove that, with Mando kind of being the lone standout. But as James alluded to earlier in this episode, some of those episodes kind of suck. So like A little inconsistent, yeah. You're not hitting on all cylinders. I think Reva yeah. as an inquisitor as an inquisitor is incredibly uh like milk toasty like just bland as can be yeah, i liked her i liked that she was kind of like there was some disagreement within the inquisitor camp and that caused some drama manufactured and she's completely unbelievable is this like angry okay. i'm after Obi-Wan. we'll dive into all this all right sorry bit. all right sorry overall, overall tone of of the show though um, so we had some big disappointments. Jim, you really liked it. Ryan, you were pretty disappointed. Our chat was pretty split. I've tried to stay out of it. Um, here was my overall thought. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's good, but I know that I like it. And okay. the little the little girl, we'll talk about a little later, um, is is like a 90s movie in a bad way. Where like yeah. they didn't care if a child actor was very good. And I think that might be my biggest issue right now. Um, but I think overall it looks really cool. The city that they went to in the second episode or the planet was really cool. I thought I was all into that. Um, I thought that everything with him, uh, Ewan McGregor, Obi-Wan is fantastic. All of the teases to the big parts of the story we want are great, but I hope that they don't wait too long to pull the trigger on some of this stuff because we get six episodes. And I think they're so worried about like, building and building and building and building for these big moments that I would rather that there was um, a few big moments and you were kind of getting them dropped in in surprise ways. I don't know if they're, they've done a great job at that. So I think that's what they were going for. They did with towards the end of episode two, we won't say what it was, um, but we had just met these characters. And so it just maybe didn't hit as hard, but I mean, at least for most people, I mean, for some people, these are characters that you knew from, you know, Clone Wars or, or whatever. But um, yeah, I mean, I can see that some of the acting isn't perfect. I think that Ewan is carrying it just fine. Like yeah, for no, me, he's, he's so he's magnetic and he's so fun to watch. Even when he's just, you know, quietly navigating things, you're just, I'm just obsessed. So dude, I, I have really liked it. I, de- there's been a couple cringe moments, nothing even close to what Ryan was talking about earlier with the scooter chase. But well, there was a chase scene in the woods that was close. That was the forest like, was very close. Yeah. Was exactly it was, and I just don't know how the how these things can happen at a show at this level of like delay it, delay the fucking show before you release it. You know because it is important to people. Um, I, so I a couple things that, like, they could have done better, but overall, like if these are the first two episodes, I thought that they were both entertaining and they served to set the scene and. 
we are going to get electric moments from this series, like really, really big moments that will make all of this worth it. And by I thought these two episodes were 10 times better than the bad episodes of uh, Boba and five times better than the bad episodes of Mando. Um, and I just know that by the time we get to episode four and five and six, I think we're going to be changing our tone and we're going to be saying, damn, yeah, it started a little slow, a little shaky, but this is fucking awesome. Do you think they're going to have a child actor in the scene with Obi and Darth Vader? No, they're going to, she will get sidelined a little bit um, and we'll just have solid actors in there. So I'm, I'm excited. I mean, am I ready to say it's the greatest show of all time? And I was right. I don't think I'll end up saying that. But I'm also not saying it's it's trash and I'm super mad. I'm not super disappointed. Um, I'm still very much into it and really looking forward to Friday. I really liked it. I enjoyed it a lot. And I think that what, my only issue I, is that... Can I, can I just want- ask, what, what, what was it that you enjoyed the most out of the first two episodes, just generally speaking? Just all um, of them. Yeah, all of him, him like kind of navigating, like you know, what should I do? What any scene with with I don't know, maybe (laughs) not coming up with a great answer, but I just I really enjoyed like how they set it up, where it's going to go, the fact that he got off the planet relatively quickly. I was a little worried that like episode you know two was going to end and he was still going to be on Tatooine, like kind of dealing like should I go, should I stay, what should I do, how involved should I get. I really liked that part, like like the Jimmy Schmidt stuff of, you know, well, I don't know, I can't remember that character's name, but just reaching yeah. out like to a friend. I, would, I mean, there's not much I left. Say, so I would say that overall, what I liked, what I didn't like was I, how long I I was worried it was going to be like, well, I'm not that guy anymore, and that they got through that pretty quickly. That yeah. was probably my favorite thing, and they moved on yep. to stuff that felt more important. Yeah, um, I agree. I, I will just say one last thing. My only complaint is just with all these Disney shows, they're making six episode seasons. And like when we would watch Game of Thrones and like, I know that everyone would be like, oh, end of Game of Thrones is bad. But like for almost a decade of Game of Thrones, there felt, there it didn't feel like we were wasting time. Like it just felt like there wasn't enough episodes to tell the story. You know, yeah. and like important things were just always happening. And like, even on like the fourth episode of the season, like, some someone would die or some crazy event would happen and you'd be like wow they didn't save that one for the end you know like they were just constantly filling these shows with so much and like they could do that with star wars like they could make this so big but they're trying to make it so narrow sometimes mm-hmm. that like they're having to add filler to the shows instead of like yeah. cut stuff. i think that they're a little bit worried they're like well we don't want to sa- we want to save this moment or save this character or do this you know this has to fit in with this you got to remember, they can't just do anything they want here. This is anything big enough we would have heard about already, right? Because this is in the middle of our timeline. Yeah, I hear it. So there's um, part, that's part of it. And then they're also like, well, maybe we want to, you know, do a show of that later. Or we maybe want to save this character for a movie. They just, it's just Game of Thrones. That was it, man. It was a show. They're just, they're they put just, everything into one, one ba- all the eggs were in the same basket. They're just trying to like make everything into its own thing so that they can tell this story so slowly. But it's like, I need, I need it to like be all together a little bit more, you know, like yeah. I need it to. So that's my only advice. Well, okay. All right. So, all right. <clears throat> you're right. Let's We're move on. Back to it. You're, we'll you're right. back Let's to move it. on. 
All right, Stranger Things dropped on Netflix. Big show. We've been ripping Netflix. Everyone's been ripping Netflix for a while now, right? Mm -hmm. um, this is the one that they need to hit. And I think that they crushed it. It's really I think crazy. they hit it, dude. <laughs> for a show when I had like <laughs> no expectations besides like season three was fine, you know? I've went on and on our podcast that I think the show was going to be bad. And yeah. it is not awesome. It's, it's not bad. It looks great. I literally love all the characters, all the interactions. It's so funny. I forgot how funny they can be. Like, when yeah. in doubt, make it fucking funny because then you can't go wrong. Like, you're always going to be entertained. So, this is the biggest. Man, it's way better than I thought it was going to be. Biggest spoiler I'll give isn't any specifics with characters, but there's in the past, they've always done all these different timelines of how they were dealing with the problems. And like how I always described it was you had, I guess not timelines, but you had different ways, like age groups. Of, so you mm -hmm. had a problem and then you had how the little kids were dealing with it. Then you had how the teens were dealing with it. And then you had how the adults were dealing with it. And right. they kind of did that for a few years. And now instead of doing that way, they have a bunch of different problems in different parts of the world. And the characters are all split up into different parts of the world. Yep. And I think that I don't care about all of the parts of the world as much as I did when they were all in Hawkins. How dare you? How dare you not care about the Chicago crew? Right. Yeah. Like, How dare like you? That kind of stuff. All of the different areas. Like I find myself being like, all right, can we just go back to Hawkins though? Cause that shit's fire right there. Mm -hmm. And like, I need them to kind of stick a little of that. So I think that, my guess, I haven't seen all of it, and I don't know what's going to happen at the end of this, but my guess is that, like, the the different areas and timelines and stories are all going to lead them into these last two Midsummer episodes mm -hmm. where they're dealing with something together. Where it's, like, almost four hours of content yeah. in two episodes, essentially, yeah. And the gang is back together, and everyone's back together, and they're all, like, you know, doing whatever. Like, that's yeah. going to be so fun. So I think they crushed this. I think it looks unbelievable and mm -hmm. i feel bad that i had any doubts and it's actually so good that while i'm watching it i keep thinking damn i wonder what the stranger things people are going to make next and yeah. that is such a compliment that that's where my mind is going i really i honestly think that this summer they should end stranger things with this big shebang and then the duffer brothers should announce something in the fall like i just want to see what they do next but i just Outside don't want to see like a like a South won the Civil War kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right, yeah. <laughs> what if like, there's still slavery in modern day? Well, yeah, either that or they're going to be like, they're going to they're gonna do the Vince Gilligan and be like, well, let's do a Hawkins PD show. Yeah. And, <laughs> that you know, could be interesting, very grounded, yeah. Yeah. Let's strip away all of the supernatural and really yeah. focus on these people. Let's get to know Hopper. Yeah, I, I don't... I don't I don't want that. So I do think that they've crushed this and I'm excited to see the end of it, of all of it. And this Netflix needed this so badly. Yeah. They had to have this hit and it feels like they knocked it out of the park. I heard episode four, Dear Billy is one of the all timers and I ha I'm only like almost done with three. So I, maybe even tonight I'll try to get onto that. I'm like, I'm in, I want to watch more. I thought that the last, mm, I don't know. 10 to 15 minutes of episode four was I think one of the best moments of TV. Ever. Holy shit. All right, like, let's I go. I can't believe it. it. I'm so glad if this had sucked and then Obi was like sketch and we're worried about Obi, I would have been really depressed. At least 
Stranger Things is hitting, dude. Hitting. That's your hitting. OG prediction show. I know. Like, oh, I watched one. Tr- like, I actually heard of a production notes. I'm like, you guys, let's pay attention to this. And then I watched the trailer, hyped it up, and who knew? I mean, that that put Netflix on the map. Everybody just got Netflix because of Stranger Things. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, we'll stick with more Netflix. Love, Death, and Robots. Uh, dropped season three. What do you guys think? I love it. I just I think it's so great. I think they're only getting better. Um, these little shorts that they're doing, you know, with Love, Death, and Robots, a new season. But for sure, watch episode two. So the animation is incredible. It's a little bit of a longer episode. Sometimes they're like eight minutes. This one was like almost 20. And I was like, this was so fucking good. Sure enough, that's the one that David Fincher directed, right? So that's going to be their premiere one. Um, I've kept watching. There's been a couple of good and bad, like any other anthology thing. Um, I think I've done like four out of the seven or whatever it is. Dude, so worth watching. Ryan, have you watched any of these yet? I haven't had a chance to, but yes. Okay. It's you're going to really like a couple of them, just like always, you know, but when you're, if it's not great, how much time have you wasted? You know, 12 minutes, you get to see a new animation style you've never seen. I think it's all worth it. I mean, it's an hour in total, usually. Right. For I can't believe I, I honestly yeah. haven't knocked it out yet, but I got a couple left. All right. Uh, what about... Candyman. It's on Paramount. It's a movie we talked about quite a bit. Who watched this? I watched it. Um, I knew this was coming. It was. It's kind of like a sequel, a little bit of loose sequel to the original Candyman. Um, it was really good. It kind of takes place like within this art world. Uh, I really liked it. I don't really want to give a lot of spoilers for it, but it's definitely a wreck. I think it's like a probably like an eighty-five. Um, really cool, gruesome scary uh i get like the actual motivations of the people in it it's not like a super silly horror movie where you're like they would never go in there you know do that shit it's all pretty realistic uh i liked it a lot i think it's good it really touches on like themes of like you know these these kind of ghettos where where you know black folks were sort of put and then they were like moved over here and then it was gentrified over here and then they have no place to go and then you're you know you're kind of destroying their communities and they touch all that stuff in a, in a, like within a horror movie. It's kind of like a woke horror movie, but not like a negative connotation to that. Um, feels a little bit like almost like a Get Out, but more really entertaining too. So yeah, dude, this is definitely a wreck. Candyman was legit very good. So is it about like Cabrini Green, like the first? It one is in Chicago. Oh, was it okay? So yeah. I hardly remember the first one. I maybe watched bits and pieces of it, but yes, it absolutely is about Cabrini okay. Green. So yeah. yep. That makes sense. Yeah, right, good guys. shit, dude. Let's move on to our rewatch here. With great power comes great rewatchability. And this week, we all watched the amazing Spider-Man 2. Hell yeah. Dude, we sure did. Sure oh, watched it. What a banger. <laughs> I, really, I really liked the first one of these. And I don't know if they could have dropped the ball any worse than they did. And, I mean, everyone knows it because they didn't make a third one. Right. They dropped it hard enough that it ended the series. I think that they they wanted to set up. I mean, they set up a third movie clear as day. It just could not get greenlit with how how, you know, far this thing fell apart. Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone are in this. There was no reason for this not to be good. And they still blew it. Right. Right. And there was a lot of them, a lot of their relationship, which you can see, you know, they set up very intentionally. 
because like they want the, the, her death to pay off. I liked all of their relationship stuff. Mm-hmm. I actually did. I liked it all. I actually liked all it, of it his stuff. It was a little too like, much. Like it was a little, it was a little too heavy, mm-hmm. if you will. It was yeah. a lot of him and his family, like him and Aunt May and him and looking for his dad and him and her. Like, I kind of liked it. Like, I felt invested in Spider-Man, which is crazy because, like, I really hated this movie. And a lot of the time was spent on, like, building him as, like, this guy with all these connections and people he loved and cared for and loss and tragedy mm-hmm. and stuff. And I liked all of that. All that stuff worked for me. Just everything about any evil in this movie was... The villains Not were bad. Acceptable. So Jamie Foxx's character was so bad. Uh, right. He was playing pretty much the guy who was... Um, Dr. Manhattan? Was, no, I was thinking... <laughs> eventually. But initially, he plays like a Rick Moranis type of like I, I total loser. One thing about Mary. Remember the guy who is like has the fake teeth and the fake... Oh, the acne and stuff. It's just like gross and, and like quiet no 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 not that know. guy he has, like, the crutches and he's like the professor yeah. but then, like he's just a normal guy he's a pizza delivery guy okay yeah that is who i thought of him as which is not good it was so stupid his character why was he carrying blueprints through the street and he kept dropping them oh god then he's a spider-man super fan spider-man goes out of his way remembers this guy's fucking name Right. He incinerated in this like electric thing, turns into the most OP villain I've ever seen in my life. Yep. Spider-Man's like, oh man, yeah, you're Max, that guy I randomly saved. I like you, Max. Let me help you. And then he, the rest of the movie, he hated Spider-Man. Uh, they did not do a good job with that. The only thing that they sort of explained was like, all of a sudden Max really liked being the center of attention. And then Spider-Man was the center of attention and he turned on him like that. So that was insane. So I thought I thought it was more or less that because Spider-Man said you're my eyes and ears, which is probably just a throwaway thing that he was supposedly saying to everybody like you're my, you know, you're my eyes and ears yeah. in the street, man, like I love you. And then he became obsessed like a, you know, some a stalker becomes obsessed with a celebrity, Max right. did, and then was betrayed by Spider-Man for, you know, whatever. So it was corny, but yeah. I, this is a comic book movie. Like, I don't, it's very believable. Like in that sense, I don't really care. You how let, you let that go. That didn't bother well, you. But like, yeah. I mean, are we going to, anyway, we're not going to pick apart everything. No, I think it's, I think it's okay that like, maybe the bad guys aren't as well explained and have like a deeply, perfectly rooted backstory um, as it needs to be. It's just like he was obsessed with Spider-Man. Spider-Man blew him off in his mind and he got all these powers and now he's pissed about it. So um, one of these yeah. days, I just want them to make a movie where we just like in real life, you don't know where the fuck these people came from or how they got their powers. They just show up as her fucking shit up. Well, like, he, doesn't do. have to be, he doesn't have to be friends with everybody or ever his uncle or yeah. his professor or his girlfriend's dad. Like, Dude, just have it be a random motherfucker, and then maybe he researches a little bit and says, "Wow, this guy got this power from here. We got to stop him." And then you maybe find out a little bit. But well, it's always welcome, like got to be welcome. some deep connection to him. Welcome to Avengers, right? I mean, that's just you know, like Thanos was just kind of like everybody knew about him from the comics, but he just kind of like eventually just showed up with yeah, a bunch of sidekicks. Great. 
And they wreaked havoc on Earth. And then he was already fucking shit up. And then we learned about him with the Avengers at the same time. And they were like, oh, my God, Tony. It was your dad's former business partner this whole time. (laughs) Yeah, right. Exactly. So eventually, though, this movie, he turns into the most They they did that one, too. I don't know if you remember that. Oh, yeah. He can literally turn himself invisible and then electrocute everybody. He's so powerful. He can, like take the power out of the whole city. But for some reason, he can't win like a fist fight with, with Spider-Man. Well, why didn't he just turn invisible and then electrocute him? Well, they, yeah, I don't know. Because I actually didn't hate that scene at the power (laughs) plant or like the power grid. That was actually, it was pretty cool the way the camera moved through and they were kind of fighting and it was all very fluid. I thought that actually looked good. Maybe it's not believable or plausible, but I thought it was cool. CG is great in all of those. Um, but then, then that also then eliminates that also eliminates all of the uh, work they did on the uh, battery to spider web explosion uh, oh. testing that he did to make they sure they had that, to do it. Yeah. So maybe they, they shot that, that first, like that was like an early on scene, and then they were like, "Guys, we can't really explain this." Like, well. Dude, that shit's already in the edit bay. We can't do anything about that yeah. with the with the battery power. So Can I tell you one thing that that I saw in this movie that I remembered? And this almost like this scene is the thing that I remembered the most when I thought of Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. How Andrew Garfield is too good looking. He's too fucking cool to be Peter Parker. And he's a he's a better actor than Toby in these movies. Like I Easily. agree. He's probably a better Easily. Spider-Man, but yeah. Like, when he shows up to graduation late, fucking skateboards up with his backpack on, kisses the valedictorian, and then, like, high-fives the principal and gets his diploma and, like, walks off. I'm like, that is the least Peter Parker thing that's ever fucking happened. He's not that cool. Like, God, if you were a Spider-Man... I hated that part. If you were Spider-Man for a while, you'd be cool, too. I mean, I guess in Spider-Man 2, maybe he's getting his swag on, but... I hated that part. Um, well, and that's also not Andrew Garfield's fault. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's, that's it's not. No, he and he played it well. But... Yeah. I guarantee yeah. he had to have been like, really? Is he high fiving the vice principal? He's more respectful than that. Yeah. Like he would. Yeah. He takes it a little bit more seriously than that. Very. He's so good. Well, he's always we don't like need to go into it. all of it. Gwen's death. I mean, that was they built up to it the whole movie. I thought it was pretty jarring. To see her like head snap back and hit the ground. Dude, it was, it was well hard. done. It was well It was done. pretty well done. He's crying. It was intense. Um, now his fucking her dad has died and she's died. So like the scenes at the funeral, you're like, damn, dude, this family's been annihilated by their well, connection to Peter. Especially with all the foreshadowing of mm-hmm. you know, the dad saying, This is what's gonna happen. People are gonna yep. fall around you and, and he tried, tried to, to cock her. block and he was he should have, yeah. He tried to white fang her and she wouldn't have it. And so that's <laughs> right. what she gets. That's true. Yeah, and they couldn't she couldn't have said more times, This is my decision to be here. Like, okay. Um so anyways, I thought that was pretty effective. Right. So Electro's dead, and then you know, unfortunately you get another battle with the underdeveloped Harry. Who Dane uh, DeHaan did a, such a bad job. Dude. I think that that is my thing about this movie. That's when the movie went off the fucking rails. When Harry showed up as like the worst character I've Dude, ever seen. He was Lemony movie. fucking mm-hmm. Snicket on a green, <laughs> you know, goblin surfboard. Oof. Uh, it was so bad. He's he he was terrible. 
I didn't care about any part of his character. He was dying, so then he angrily wanted to be Spider-Man, got fired, buddied up with Electro, turned him into the Green Goblin in, like, literally the first time he went into Oscorp's building. Yeah. And flew around, lost a battle, and died. That was his entire movie. No, he didn't oh, die. He didn't die. No, he didn't die. He didn't die. Never mind. Sorry. But, I mean, I think that they maybe thought they were going to keep using him. Well, I think he died. Um, he, <laughs> he died, died in the series. Died. And yeah, we're fine the with series that. fucking died. Yeah. <laughs> That's worse. So, this so the ending the is batshit crazy. So then they, like, the they end. Like, it should end. But instead, we get a scene setting up the Sinister Six with... Everything you need is in Oscorp. We need a small team. And then they show the Vulture and they show Doc Ox gear and they show the Rhino stuff. And then we get another scene with Rhino, bring it back to Paul Giamatti from the beginning where Spider-Man kinda, quits. Kind of horrendous. And comes back within six minutes. You want to fight me out here? And then, by the way, the kid goes out into all this gunfire. By the way, I'm sorry. This is a little Uvalde and it was a little fucked up. Okay. The kid goes out. The cops will not go out to grab the kid. They are not doing it. They're also preventing. They're holding his all the parents back. Yes, from dude. going to get the kid. And I'm like, oh god, horrible. And then Spider-Man shows up, doesn't land in front of the kid to block bullets. Instead, he lands behind the kid, as in like, hey, shoot at me through the kid. Apparently, um, just the weirdest scene of all time. It makes no sense, honestly. If anything killed this fucking franchise, it might've been the second ending or third ending or whatever it was at that time. Yeah. So this this uh, hairy guy was in the staircase. Oh, really? Clayton Peterson in the staircase. Okay. Didn't you, aren't you watching that right the now? The hairy guy. Oh, Dane DeHaan. Yeah. He was in it. Yeah. And he's going to be in Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. Yeah. Dane DeHaan is like a pretty decent actor when he plays kind of like a slimy kid like he was in um zero 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 or whatever that mo- that yeah. show was yeah. yeah as like kind of the loser brother with also health, debilitating health problems that was going to kill him so that's kind of weird but um he looks sickly i guess as a human so that works uh he was horrific as harry osborne horrific yeah in every so he was bad possible All right let's rate it okay I'm, mine is gonna be a lot higher than yours i don't know why but like the movie entertained me again, even in its bad moments. I gave it a seventy-five. Dude, all right, that's that was my score, seventy-five. Okay, I'm not, and I'm not doing that just to jump on the bandwagon. I want to be like Jimmy Channels all the time. I certainly <laughs> don't. But totally no, that was my score. And I remember like this movie getting fucking panned to hell and back yeah. of how poor it was. I didn't think it was that bad. Especially I didn't think, think it was that bad either. I didn't think it was that bad. It's my lowest score. Out of any of the Spider-Mans we've watched so far, including Spider-Man 3. It's way better than 3, and it's not even close. Okay. Spider-Man 3 got an 8 from me. Uh, most of the others have been in the high high 70s to low 80s for most of them. They've all been kind of in the same spot. Um, this one is going to land at a, a 56. It was okay. it was more good than bad, but not by much. It was pretty bad. <laughs> there was there is some parts I really like. I really like Andrew Garfield. I... I think Emma Stone is good in everything that she does. So, well, I think yeah. I think just to, just to touch on that, I think Garfield and Stone in the first one were like a little bit confused on their roles and how to play the characters. And I think by the second one, they had really found like kind of the sweet spot, especially with like their personal interactions. I think they kind of nailed it. If they're and I think the writers and directors also knew that 
and did that mm-hmm. too much instead of like making that you know kind of sparsed out they were like well let's get a lot of peter and a lot of gwen yeah and by the way like just to cap this off how jarring was it to hear when the credits roll kendrick lamar <laughs> with the post credit song in a song i've never heard alicia keys i don't remember this fucking song i'm sure when it played i was like who is this rapper some cheesy fucker that got some you know paid to do this end credit scene yeah well it's kendrick lamar okay rough but we get to move on to the What's the next Spider-Man one called? I, I mean, Homecoming, I guess. I, we can talk about if we want to try to squeeze in the Spider-Verse, which I would like to, but we could, okay, we could take it or leave it. Let's say let's do Spider-Verse then. Why I'd not? love to. I'd love to. I love that movie. Okay, deal. That's the next one. Watch Into the Spider-Verse with us this week on our Spider-Man rewatch. All right, guys, real quickly here, let's end with a, with a quick three to five minutes spoiler-filled version of our first two episodes of Obi-Wan. what did you like yeah, what did you hate yeah. what surprised you yeah well, let's do okay. let's do a round table then each let's let's go around and, and we'll talk about a few things we liked each and then we'll talk about a mm-hmm. few things that we didn't like without getting too in-depth okay. okay all right here we go a couple things that i liked about this the inquisitors i kind of like guys you thought i was gonna yeah. hate them. didn't like the grand inquisitor Although he's he's either dead or sidelined for the rest of the series, I think. We're just going with what we liked. Me because I liked Reva and I really liked the other two. Liked all the Inquisitors, including the Grand Inquisitor. Thought they were all cool. Uh, the only problem with the Grand Inquisitor is that the whole time I was watching him, I was going, I was like, I think that his his um, accent and mannerisms is he's doing Voldemort meets Bane. And that kind of ruined it for me. Because I was like, oh my gosh, he's kind of just doing Voldemort's voice saying Bane things. And that was <laughs> um, I thought that was cool. I thought that the sets, for the most part, were pretty cool. Um, and I thought that, like, Obi-Wan kind of, like, getting his mojo back a bit and, you know, being, like, street streetwise enough to, like, mm-hmm. buy new outfits and, like, sneak around and meet up with people and, like... I think that all that kind of stuff has been pretty fun where he hasn't had to use his powers. He's just kind of been a badass. I think that's all big pluses for me. And it's good. And I think it's an appropriate amount of time for him to go without using his powers. And then at the end of the second or toward the end of the second episode, he saves Leia with his powers. And you're like, okay, now we're going to get a little stronger version of him. Um, I thought that all worked for me. Some, I mean, some of the things that didn't work, we're just doing love, likes. Obviously, we're doing, we're doing the likes chase first. scene in the woods. Like, likes first. We're likes doing first. likes first. Okay. Yeah, perfect. I, I thought the sets were fucking awesome. Like, for the most part, when they zoomed out in these cities, like, especially, like, that kind of neon city, that's a place I don't think we've ever been, for one, which we always go back to the same planets every fucking time. So I thought it looked great. It looked like kind of a Blade Runner vibe. I thought that was awesome. Blade um, Runner vibe mixed with... Um, Attack of the Clones, remember when they like kind of crash landed into the city chasing after like the assassin droid or whatever, yep. like kind of a blend of yep. those two things. Yeah. I don't, you want death sticks or whatever. Yeah. Like that was great. You don't want to sell me death sticks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that shit was good. I liked the sets. I liked, obviously Ewan just looks good. Like he looks, I think it's just the right amount of time since the last one. And he's kind of like, feels like an early version of Alec Guinness. Like his mannerisms and the way you can sort of see him develop out um, some of the cool references back to 
like a young Luke. I was totally shocked by Leia, whether it ends up working or not. Like, didn't we all think it was going to be if any young Skywalker was going to be in it, it would be starring Luke, right? Because he's on Tatooine with him. It's and like, he was nope, in all the trailers. He's off planet, and yeah. now it's a Leia team up, which I thought was at least interesting. Um, very bold choice to have, you know, a big premiere show and then rely that much on a child actress. I thought she was good. You know, she's like, if she's supposed to be 10, she seems like she's eight or whatever. She seems very young, but I didn't didn't hate that. I, I think it's a cool choice to have Leia featured. But if you remember uh, in the original uh, trilogy, Luke was 32 playing an 18-year-old. So, yeah, <laughs> right. So what about Ryan? What'd you like? I'm kidding. Um, okay. So I really liked I, a lot of things that you guys have said. I liked Ewan's ability to kind of channel the Obi-Wan character is uncanny. He feels like Obi-Wan. Like I, I, mm-hmm. I, I get even like you said, it's Alec Guinness in the original ones, but like, I feel like Ewan gets the Obi-Wan character and his mannerisms and the way he does things and his decision making, if albeit like not necessarily like understood at the time, maybe down the road you'll get it. Like I feel like he understands the Star Wars universe and 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 I love that. Uh, I liked Owen Lars. I thought he had he had some of the best scenes in the first episode. Um He was so good. Are they gonna come back to him? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Well, uh, I, I liked the, the dead Jedi. That was pretty dark and cool. I liked the writing of it. I think that Benny Safdie, who is one of the Safdie brothers, should really stick to writing and directing. That guy cannot fucking act his way bad. out of a paper bag. Really bad. So that was a problem. But he's dead, so we can move on. Well, good time. He was pretty decent. They get, Yeah, well, he played anyway, like... Moving on. Any, well, I don't need to say what he played, yeah, but yeah. let's go. Moving on. Um, I agree with the, the sets. Um, that's about all I thought was really great about the show initially. Um, yeah, that's it. Well, bad. I liked Reva. I'll say that for my grade. I think, I think she was really good. Like I was, I was into her motivations and it's not just like her motivation is to like keep jumping up. She's very ambitious. Like, I think that's relatable. I get it. Like she just is trying to impress Vader. She's dying for sure, but I'm excited to see how that happens. Yeah. All right. Well, I, about- honestly, I hope she does. I don't want her to, to turn to, to the good. So, all right. So what, let's pick it apart. Go ahead. Things we didn't like. Right. Uh, yeah. Okay. We've talked about the forest chase scene. Um, the city chase scene was equally as poor. Um, uh, a little better. Barely. Um, he, the forest you know, chase scene was like a, it was like a children's movie from the nineties. Anyway. Oh my God. And then like, um, Obi-Wan kind of turns into a stormtrooper um, in the rooftop battle with the, with the you know... Um, he was never a blaster guy, though. The blaster, I know it's a... But he's also a Jedi. Like, you feel like he might be a better shot. Um, yeah. I don't understand. Um, first of all, I think the Inquisitor's lightsabers are ridiculous. I think they're stupid. The double circle around it, I think it's dumb. Um, okay, I mean that's not important. That's canon. Nothing they can do about that. I that's Clone Wars. The, when Reva was getting close to Obi Wan and like walking around all these cargo boxes and saying things, and then like the ship takes off and she's like, "You'll never, how you'll never get away from me, Kenobi," and is like yelling at the th- like that's not the way like this like the dark uh you know dark side Jedi or Siths operated. You know, it was always like. 
the quiet threat, you know, kind of in the background, you know, Eric talks about, Mm -hmm. you know, how Vader was only on screen for, you know, 17 minutes in star Wars, but was like the scariest because the, the lurking threat was there. Um, I don't, I don't get that same vibe from the inquisitors. Um, I I have a real Mm -hmm. problem with um, the little actress. I don't think she's very good. Like, to the point of almost intolerable at times when he's like, we're trying to hide. And she's like, but why are you a Jedi? And they're like yelling it out loud in the crowded streets. And he's like, well, you know, she's like, I don't believe you're a Jedi. And like, at no point is he like, can you stop saying that fucking word? You idiot. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Be quiet. I will fucking strangle you. If you don't stop saying the word Jedi out loud. Anyway. So like a lot of that stuff I had problems with. So anyway, I'm done. Rant over. Jim, what about you? Dude, I can't pick it apart that hard. The same things that Ryan said on some degree. Um, I'm, I know I'm biased. I get it. I I, I want to like this. Obi-Wan is my favorite Jedi. Ewan McGregor is one of my favorite actors. Um, and everything around him has been good. It's It has been when they've gone elsewhere. Um, I thought that the, like the main Inquisitor seemed really cheesy. And one of the opening scenes, well, by the way, the opening scene was very cool. We didn't even talk about it. It was like a big Order 66 fucking battle with, we haven't seen stormtroopers in a long time. That was awesome. Or like, um, they actually weren't even stormtroopers yet, right? They were like the clone troopers that had turned. I thought that was all really cool. Uh, I liked all that. But even that opening scene where the Inquisitors land and then they walk right up to the cafe and then that Jedi escapes, I thought was like, I was like, oh, that was really cheesy. Like, how the fuck did he get out of there? Are these Inquisitors like actually kind of bad at their jobs or are we supposed to be, you know, afraid of them? So that was already my first red flag. And there's been a couple. Um, but, dude, overall, I'm, I know that this is setting the scene and that we're going to get massive, exciting moments in this series. And so um, I'm going to let these slide and just enjoy it. I, I'm not going to try to pick every little thing apart. It's I think it's been good. One, I like one question everything. real quick since you liked Riva. Sorry, Eric. What yeah. are your thoughts on the Riva parkour uh, backflips to go forward faster uh, scenes? That was pretty bogus, to be honest with you. Well, she, dude, she's she's badass. I don't know. She does backflips to go forward, dude. It's called yeah, a... But I really didn't like... Fakie okay. or whatever. It's called something. I'm going to tear the show on you one. Right yeah, now. I'm going to eviscerate the show. Here we go. The things I really hated. One, Obi-Wan catches up to Leia in the street and she starts to run away from him again. And he's like, she's running at like mm-hmm. the lowest trot ever. And he's four feet behind her. But then she rounds the corner to the alley to climb up the ladder. And she's got like a 200 foot yeah. head start on him. That little detail didn't sit right with me. The other thing I hated is when she was like, that's right, Darth Vader. And then he was like, no. And then she was like, Anakin Skywalker is alive. Oh, yeah. There's no way he would known. Yeah. She would not have reacted. He would not have reacted to Darth Vader. He would have been like, Darth Vader? What? Who the hell is that? Mm-hmm. And then tied it together. That's it. Those I are think, the two things that I think they were trying to do the, like, she said the word Darth and then kind of started to continue talking, and he was putting the pieces together slowly. I think it was just edited poorly. Um, Other than that, I was cool with similar, it. Was cool with similar all. to the okay. when he saved Leia with the Force 
falling from a 32 story building. And then after she touched down, like he came like running around the corner, like five <laughs> seconds later, like, I know. And then the chase is over and they've yeah. escaped. They were all shooting at him. And he there was, was multiple moments yeah. like that. And dude, that's, that's been the problem. The biggest problem has been not the acting even, but the set pieces. It's like, you can't skimp on that. Like they have to be set up in a logical way where like, you can't just decide this, the chase is over. Like, yeah. that's what they're doing. They're being like, well, no, but it's kind of over now. See, because now they're walking away and it's over. It's like, no, yeah, dude, but they have to fucking, something has to happen for them to get enough distance. And then they turn and then something happens. And now they're not being chased anymore. And then, uh, okay. So a couple of things I wanted to add is that I think they were still continuing on with the Riva parkour, like kind of in the background. And then I forgot to mention the things that I liked. Kumail Nanjiani absolutely oh God, nailed yes. his role. I thought he was, was so funny. He was fantastic. He was hilarious. He was very believable. He was everything. He emanated Star Wars. He he he. I felt like he was part of the universe in the same way you and McGregor is. Dude, I'm so glad you brought that up. He is so good in everything, and he was great in this. He almost saved Eternals. He was good in Eternals, and that movie was trash. So. Um, yeah, man, I'm glad you brought Kamal up. He, he definitely brought it back. Like when I was kind of like getting into like some eye rolly moments and it got to him and his felt intentionally eye rolly because it was intentionally eye rolly because it was meant to be yeah. fake. And I think that his way of like, uh, or maybe, I don't know, their, their way of poking fun at that and people taking advantage of that and, and all that. I thought that was so well done. Very well done. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I hope he's I hope he's back. I hope they find a way to bring in um like Owen again and Kamal cuz I thought they were both standouts. Agreed. I just my favorite thing that Owen did was when he um got killed and then he was turned into a skeleton in like 4 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I, I like how he, to, you know, he, he can alive. roast he can roast Obi-Wan but he cannot save himself from being roasted. True. All right, guys, that's it. That's all the time we have on this episode of the Nordies Podcast. Check out our sportscast, which is back this week. And uh, thanks for hanging out with your good friends here. 